Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Geico Studios. Pac-12 championship right now. USC early in the fourth quarter, trailing Oregon 28-17. to And on the surface, you could say, boy, USC's undefeated. Oregon gets a late invitation to play in this game because Washington couldn't play because they had too many players falling victim to COVID and couldn't pass protocols. And then you sit back and go, well, wait a minute. USC hasn't really beat a good team all season long. No, so they're no. playing a team that's over 500, and they're losing by 11. So how good is USC really? This is kind of the reality of the situation for the Trojans. Yeah, we talked about it over the course of the, the last few days. Obviously, the great comeback against UCLA, and we'll put a pin in that for the moment. All in all, what would you say? USC's played about a quarter's worth of really good football this season? Maybe. Well, the I might be generous was good there. against UCLA. Eh, I say one good quarter in each game. So okay. let's say they play. So you're giving four them, yeah, you're giving them a little quarters. more credit. Sure. Yeah, I'm thinking there's just a couple of sequences in each of those games where it's been good, but like a great opportunity here for for USC. Twenty eight seventeen, they force a punt, and they bring the heat. And what a and he misses blocking the punt and then tackles the punter. Yeah. So 
basically a turnover. Hey, first down. Uh, you've got the ball back. Now you can run some clock, and and now you're deep in USC territory. So bad, bad job by him. Uh, eight penalties for 88 yards. I mean, 888 is supposed to be a very lucky number. I was told long ago in Chinese numerology that yeah, was my certain numbers number. are much luckier. Yeah. Like, what's the deal with the number twenty three? Like twenty three. So, like that was a movie, right? About about how lucky the number was, or was it an unlucky number? I did I, I didn't see the movie, but I know the movie well, was there. I mean, you got the Jordka uh, getting after it. The number twenty three, directed by Joel Schumacher. Uh, that was Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah. It was like, and it was, it would meant something like it meant, it either meant it was good or it was bad or the end of the world was coming. It was something like that with another number No, he's got some literary alter ego and it looks like um, just a still picture uh, in promo uh, is him uh, with a bloody hand. So I'm, I'm assuming the mm-hmm. alter ego's got problems. Nothing to do uh, with him, Jordan or LeBron. Nothing to do with either of them. No, okay. no, as best All I right. could tell. I mean, they might have had an anecdotal you know, reference in there okay. about the greatness of the number 23, but no, because uh, that would have been a good movie to be if, related. looks looks like, like uh, more or less in the description I just read mm-hmm. uh, a rip off of the shining. Oh, really? Because I'm thinking like Highlander with LeBron and, and Jordan. With <laughs> there can swords. be only one. Yeah, and they got swords, and that's how we settle the goat and, description. And Freddie Mercury keeps singing, here we are, <laughs> born to be kings. Now, you wouldn't go see a movie like that where it was LeBron as some kind of you know super power guy, and, and same thing with Jordan, and they fight with swords, and they, they, they had to, in the movie, they had to cut the heads off. That's the only way you win and kill a Highlander, and, right? And, I think that's Yeah, the and the toughest screw to ever walk a turn Shawshank shows up again as the Kurgan. Mm-hmm. I would okay. We bring I'm back him, and then he's uh, pl- also plays his alter ego, Mr. Krabs, uh, shows uh, up as well. So yeah, okay. a little All little right. bit of Clancy Brown in there if we can. Uh, mm. But I think you just spoiled. <laughs> Do you love the, your wife? Here to, What's that supposed to be? Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I think you just spoiled the entire plot of the new Space Jam film. Well, I, I don't. Do you think that's what it is? I mean, or is it more like Pacific? I tell Rim you what, I'd probably actually watch that one. Mm, I would, but now I'm thinking even better if it was like Pacific Rim, where like LeBron's in this one big, huge, giant robot, and LeBron and, and, and Jordan's in the other, and they're like hitting each other with with battleships and stuff. Like they're just so large, they're like picking buildings off and hitting each other over the head with it. Like that, I would watch. Oh, I thought you were going to that Hugh Jackman Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie that he made. No, no, he no. He promoted no, that during the- uh, on Radio Row. I got to meet him. He was pretty cool. <laughs> No, I'm I'm going with the Charlie Hunnam when okay, hey, uh, you know, in Sons of Anarchy, we like the fact that you're like writing in a diary, so we're going to open the movie with you writing in a diary. No, no, the one, and then John Boyega took over when they realized, hey, nobody else oh, wanted yeah. to be in the second one. Yeah, no, yeah, that was Pacific terrible. Rim. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I turned it off about halfway through. Oh, did I you? Was done. See, yeah. I kind of, I kind of dug the first Pacific Rim. I thought, well, hey, any robot that can pick up a battleship and use it as a weapon and flip it in their no, hands, sure. I, I think that's pretty cool. No, that's cool. But, I mean, I'd seen it. So I, I kind of decided I'd go watch a, another episode of King of Queens or something again. <laughs> I'm going to go watch Sons of Anarchy again. Forget about that. <laughs> Let's go back uh, to when Charlie Hunnam was good. <laughs> Either that or, I mean, just start singing City of Stars uh, and just, just kind of really just change the whole thing. <laughs> the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. So we'll keep you updated on what's going on with Oregon and USC uh, throughout the night. Now, before we get to the Randy Moss Jerry Rice discussion that is just absolutely taking uh, all kinds of headlines everywhere. I want to say this because anytime there is a good obituary to point out in from the newspaper, I want to draw attention to it. Whenever um, there's a good obituary, just yes, you know, yes. That, well, I know it a, sounds a, like an oxymoron. Yeah, folks, well, but folks well like, said. But the families well, like to have fun yeah. in this. A well-thought-out obituary by the family of Edward Mazur, who passed away early this week at the age of 86. And in his obituary, his family wrote, you know, rest in peace, Edward Mazur, uh, beloved uh, father, brother, the normal things you see in, in, in an obituary. Uh, Edward Mazur, who, quote, died mainly, we suspect, to avoid having to watch another Jets game. That's in his obituary. Well. He died to have to watch another Jets game. Oh, well, it was goodness. either that or you bring oh. back the old, uh, what, the, so they could let him down one more time. Right, right, right. Uh, you yeah. know, where they have the pallbearers. Yeah. No, I, I like that. You know, just it's one of those things that uh, family likes to inject. Certainly mine has done that at many funerals mm. as people get up to speak and 
curse one or more of the city's teams. So mm. uh, I'm not unfamiliar with that at all. <laughs> you know, and I, and I like the fact that it tells you where the family is, that they're okay with putting something like that in. It was fun. It tells me he was a fun guy. It tells me the family mm-hmm. is doing okay with this because this is what we're putting in. And, and you know, it, it, it really, it kind of hits me with a, with a sense of, hey, they're okay through this big tragedy when you lose someone very important in your life. And m- maybe this was expected. Yeah, obviously, they had the obituary ready to put the Jets in there, but just have yeah. that fact in the conversation. Yeah, we got to put the Jets in there. We we got we got to put the Jets in. We we got we make sure make sure we put the Jets in because the Jets just drove him crazy for all these years. All right, we'll get no, the Jets but it's, in. But it's one of the points we've been making with great frequency during the entirety of the, this pandemic is make sure you're reaching out, you know, sharing the joys and the frustrations of your family and friends and loved ones, uh, and you can commiserate. Over, you know, whatever's going on in your life, you, you're not a member of the Jets. You may subject yourself to watching them for three hours a week or four hours a week. Some of those games drag on. Uh, but, yeah, you, you can you can find misery loves company. And you, you got to find some wins here, man. So, so get on the horn. While you sit and watch games, like I, I have no idea why we've got all these college football championships. By the way, here's two NFL games too. It's like, damn it! I yeah, only I have two yeah. eyes. Yeah, I got a lot. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen, live from the Geico Studio. So I wanted to give the nod to that obit uh, for Jets fans who are all going, yep. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, so earlier tonight, Randy Moss, uh, wide receiver, not, not, not the horse racing analyst. Uh, Randy Moss did an interview <laughs> with catch. Terrell Owens on a podcast <laughs> in which he talked about who the greatest wide receiver in NFL history is. And generally, people say Jerry Rice, and there's a reason people say that. It's because that's who's the best wide receiver. Because it's true. <laughs> but Randy Moss says, no, no, no. I'm the best wide receiver. I think I'm the best of all time. And Jerry is like third or fourth. Take a listen. You talking to him already? Okay. So I put I put myself first. I put To second, mm-hmm. and I would put I think Jerry Jerry's probably third or fourth. I'm talking about dominating the game and changing the game of football. I don't live on statistics because if you live on statistics and live on championships, that's all political. You've seen guys released or cut from a team just by a couple words in the media. You've seen guys giving contracts or you've seen guys not giving con- contract just because of the color of their skin. So I think that you got to you got to throw politics out of the game of football mm-hmm. and look at the look at the impact of what each individual was able to make in the game of football. Okay, Raise so that I hand. agree I agree that when he says let's throw politics out, but oh, I'm sorry, Super Bowl championships and what you do in the playoffs is political. You got to throw political. We, we got to throw it out. That's, we got to throw it out. Every, well, Jerry he brought race in. The last I saw Jerry Rice um, <laughs> is a black man. <laughs> that, that one's not flying. It's not working. Oh, I, I, I don't understand. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't know what you mean by all right. It, it, that's political. Oh, just what? Because winning championships and stuff. Well, I mean, okay. There. What is it for sports? There's winning championships. And their stats. I mean, uh, Randy Rice, Randy Moss didn't change the game. He was a guy whose talent spectrum we had not seen in the sport. Someone who was that athletic, who could run like he could, that had all the great deceptions that you want in a great wide receiver. I mean, he was able to have that, but a guy who changed the game, nobody had ever done what Jerry Rice had done in the history of the NFL until he came along. Nobody had done that. That's how good Jerry Rice was. So you talk about a guy changing the game. Jerry Rice was the first real superstar wide receiver where you go, oh, my God, this guy. Forget about a running back. We we got a good wide receiver. We can change things. My goodness. And if you want to say, well, he had a couple of Hall of Fame guys throwing to him and Joe Montana and, and, and Steve Young. Okay, uh, let's just say there was no drop-off from Joe Montana to Steve Young. And Steve Young took a long time to get to the NFL and win that starting job with the San Francisco 49ers. So, yes, he did play with good quarterbacks. Jerry uh, And apparently Randy Moss, forgetting he played with Tom Brady uh, for a couple minutes. But really, th- there's no situation where you can say that Randy Moss is better than Jerry Rice. There just isn't. A- anything he wanted to say, who changed the game? Jerry Rice changed the game. Everybody started looking for the next great wide receiver because of Jerry Rice. When did when did T.O. hit the NFL? When did Randy Moss hit the NFL? 
after the debut of Jerry Rice, after these guys have been in the league for a while, uh, after he's been in the league for a while, it's, hey, we, l- l- let's try to find that next Jerry Rice. And so here we go. Let, and Randy Moss and T.O. come in here. It, we're in the age of the wide receiver now. All this goes back to the first superstar wide receiver in a – era of football when nobody threw the football as much as they did now they threw the football way less when jerry rice was playing than they did when terrell owens and randy moss were playing football was thrown way more and still jerry rice's numbers and accomplishments dwarf everything randy moss does he caught 600 more passes than randy moss did from when randy moss was 33 years old he played with three teams and caught 28 passes all right. Jerry Rice, when he was 33 years old, uh, caught 120 passes for 1,800 yards. All right. This is what they do at 33. At 40, Randy Moss was out of the game for five years. Okay. He's been out of the game for five years. When he was 40 years old, Jerry Rice caught 90 passes for the Raiders and 1,200 yards. I really, I, I, I don't see there anything where I can go, oh, I mean, I think in Randy Moss's mind, he thinks he's the best. And okay, you know, everybody's the hero of their own story and, and everybody does that. And I understand that. But it's like he's convinced himself, well, because I'm so athletic and I made so many breathtaking plays, I'm the best wide receiver in the NFL. And when, when you look at it, it is very plain. You are not nearly as good. You're not, you, you were great. And I got Randy Moss. He's one of the top five wide receivers of all time in the NFL. So is Terrell Owens. But the difference between Jerry Jerry Rice, and when you get to T.O. and and, and to uh, Randy Moss, it's like five miles. It's like five miles of difference. How about we also take into account that Jerry Rice was not the most imposing physical player at the position, so had to make up for it with technique, skill, precision route running, etc. It wasn't a, hey, throw it up and go, and taking nothing away from Moss and Owens. They were fantastic wide receivers. I stumped for... Terrell Owens for years to get into the Hall of Fame before he did. We used to argue with Jason Cole all the time over he, him not getting in right away. And, and you, you look at the the stats for Rice year after year, and you mentioned I, I've got a couple of trading cards in the old collection showing how uh, even after he was with Oakland, uh, there's there's cards to prove that he worked out and was hanging around in both Seattle and Denver. So there, uh, you've got that hanging out uh, as you flow through. I, I just – and it's always fun when guys insert themselves into these conversations and then you just say, well, well let's hold on a second. So if you want to go and denigrate your quarterbacks, have at it. Have some fun with that. Uh, and you have to recognize how great the San Francisco organization was for all those years. And I don't think anybody's taking away from the system that was built, but you still need players to execute to run that. And when you're, you're in a, an era where they can also pretty much throw you down on a play and not get flagged, which is what offensive linemen can do again this year because they're not calling holding. But in the secondary, if you touch a guy, it's a flag. Back then, you know, you could wrestle all the way downfield. Nobody cared. Yet he still put up 1,500, 1,800 yards in a number of these seasons. So, yeah, I, I love the anybody that's got the swag and wants to put it on them and say, I'm the best, but uh, – Sometimes you need a, a quick reality check. Right, tie shirt? Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. When you upgrade your job post, Indeed immediately delivers candidates from our resume database who fit your criteria. Let Indeed sift through resumes so you can focus on selecting your top candidates. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Receive a $75 sponsored job credit when you post a job at indeed.com slash credit that's indeed.com slash credit terms and conditions they apply uh right now usc has some work to do down two touchdowns uh to oregon nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter usc playing for the pac-12 title and an undefeated season uh coming up next uh something we've done here at fox sports radio has really lit the internet ablaze in the past couple hours we get to that and we'll preview the biggest game in the nfl as well it is a full service football friday night right here jason smith mike Harmon, fox be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're not gonna take it. (laughs) You know what we're gonna do with Twisted Sister? We got our big hit. Let's do a Christmas song and do the same exact beat as we're not going to take it. Oh, kids! Yeah, and they sold the hell out of it. (laughs) Just wear it. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, where USC now facing a fourth and goal with about six minutes left to go. They're going to have to go for it. They trail Oregon 31-17. Keaton Slovis uh, just had a pass tipped at the line of scrimmage, nearly intercepted by Oregon in and out 
of the hands of the DB. Uh, pretty good play by the USC receiver to kind of yeah. get his hand in there to break it. But uh, USC's got to go for it here. Field goals aren't going to do it. They're down by two touchdowns. Again, facing fourth and goal with six minutes left as they keep – they try to keep one of the more outside shots at a national championship playoff berth because it really would take a lot and it sure. would take the, the – uh, the playoff committee to sit back and see the stars in their eyes of USC and go, well, we got a two-loss Clemson team, Northwestern beat Ohio State, but do we really want to see that? Hey, let's see it. And not saying that the door is closed, not saying there's a great chance, but there's a tiny chance uh, USC finishing undefeated could see a place there. Uh, they go for it on fourth down. Slovis throws a touchdown pass, so it uh, looks like it's going to be a one-score game. So interesting now with about six minutes left to go, Mr. Harmon. Yeah, they had a big uh, turnover, a fumbled snap by Oregon. Moved the ball a full 12 plays, 60 yards. Uh, covering a little over four minutes of, of game clock. So get the touchdown pass. Uh, like guys uh, with some butterfingers, as you said, the wide receiver with a good job to poke the ball out here and, and allow USC to live to see another day. And you know me, I just want chaos in between the white lines, right? Just that there's a chance and that the committee will have to explain themselves away. I think that's really what it comes down to. Because the rankings, as they've been set up, make absolutely no damn sense. Right? Florida loses to LSU. Okay? That wasn't Joe Burrow and those guys. This has been a pretty bad LSU team. And if you believe half of the stories that have been coming out about what's going on there, you got a lot of problems. Yet they were able to rally together to beat Florida, and Florida imploded, and yet they only moved moved down one spot. You know, Iowa State, does anybody believe they're actually going to get in, even if they win the conference title? No. I don't. I, I, I don't buy it. I think they'd rather have Oklahoma come in, even if they lose, you know, another four games before things are finalized. So uh, either way, I'm just excited that the final six minutes of this, uh, we get to watch Clay Helton run around the sidelines like his hair is on fire. Now I'm telling USC fans that, well, ugh, if we win, we got to keep Clay, but we could have a chance to play in the playoff. I don't know what I want. I don't know. And I really want to just go over and we can get rid of Clay Elton. I'm so confused. Well, this uh, is so where a little infomercial starts for you, Jason. <laughs> for the mere cost of whatever his buyout is, plus 10%, you know, a VIG uh, to the general athletic fund, you too can help in the buying out of Clay Elton's contract. <laughs> and then the guys make him go away. And then the guys from Air Supply show up and say, hey, how about all these love songs of the 70s <laughs> all put together in this one eight-CD collection that you could have right now? Is that I'm video montage? <laughs> I'm so lost without you. Is, is the video montage all the, the <laughs> terrible plays that we've seen from USC? <laughs> all the interceptions Slovis threw tonight. Yeah. Helton getting He's, really mad. Yeah, how, many, how many helmets has he thrown the ball off tonight? It's almost like he was uh, – Playing dodgeball at times. Well, you get more points for that now in the college game. They change oh, it for COVID in 2020. That's how Degree of uh, difficulty points. Yes, exactly. I like that. Uh, so we have something from Kyrie Irving coming up in a couple minutes. We're going to get to, I promise. But Yes! Uh, just because th- this has started to take on a life of its own here, uh, social media-wise. Uh, we've told you. Kept you up to date on this the past couple of weeks. To celebrate our 20th anniversary here at Fox Sports Radio, uh, all of us, our hosts and anchors and producers, uh, voted on our top 20 athletes of the last 20 years. You know, Fox Sports Radio started in 2000, so we decided, hey, it was Dan Byer's idea. Uh, you hear mm-hmm. him all over. He fills in when, when you or I are out here on Fox Sports Radio. And it was his idea to say, hey, why don't we do the top 20 athletes of the past 20 years? So all of us voted, and the final, the top three were announced uh, yesterday and today, and the final three go Tiger Woods at three, LeBron James at two, and Tom Brady at number one. Now, all of us voted differently, and what happened is we all put our votes to who we thought the top 20 athletes were, one through 20, and then the aggregate totals were put together, and this is how it, it kind of spits out. Uh, and there's a lot of people, oh, I can't believe that there's no respect for hockey. I can't believe that Messi is higher than Ronaldo, and there's so many things are out there. And I'll say, okay, if you want to argue with, the, with that part of the list and who's eight and why is Roger Federer only eight and why is Kobe Bryant six and Lionel Messi is ninth, I 
I get that. That's kind of personal preference. But I always look and say, did you get the top of the list right? Did you get the top of the list of the past 20 years and the athletes? Did you get them all right? And it's hard to go against Tiger, LeBron, and Brady, three, two, and one. I mean, I, I had Brady and LeBron one and two on my list because what's the list? The last 20 years. All right, and a guy like Derek Jeter, hey, he won a couple of championships in the 90s, so his entire career wasn't in the 2000s. Uh, uh, Tiger had three phenomenal years that weren't in the 2000s, which is probably why you know he finished third. I know it's why I put him down a little bit on my list, but mm-hmm. the entire careers of LeBron and Brady, I don't think you can argue with LeBron and Brady. With, with the sports they are playing and what they've done, the, the, the championships they have won, the Super Bowls and the NBA Finals they have gone to, their entirety of their careers have been in the last 20 years. This is not a surprise to me. I mean, I look at the top list and go Brady, LeBron, and, and I think it's personal preference if you want to put LeBron over Brady or Brady over LeBron. Brady, Brady's got a little bit better winning percentage. He's won a little bit more. LeBron early in his career had some more questions about how motivated are you during the playoffs for a certain time, but that's your kind of splitting hairs. So, yeah, Brady won, LeBron two. I think the top of the list is right. Yeah, some of it gets into weighting your personal preference, right? I mean, in terms of how much you took into account larger cultural influence, right? We had different categories. It wasn't all just wins and losses. You're starting to look at uh, the total um, commitment and influence uh, that the individual had. And to me, I, I got into a lot of individual sports a bit more. So I had Serena Williams number one. Wow. Just, over just Brady the influence. Over LeBron. Okay. Yeah. I mean, just kind of going to, all right, individual sport, two decades of dominance. I know a, a, a drought for a period, you know, after having kids uh, and things of that nature that, you know, just looking at two decades of dominance, that's all on her focus and her her ability to keep pushing through just no no matter what the the next generation of athletes coming up to challenge her have been uh i also in my top 20 had a lot more of the olympians i think than we had i i had no barry bonds right we had 14 years we had a whole career before it turned to the 2000s and and that's not even getting into the hey let's talk about balco let's talk about all of it no i mean the numbers are still great but for me it's like all right the rest of that career was outside it so for me i had phelps was three lebron was four for me tiger five and then brady six Oh, you Brady. You, you always tell two. me that I hate Brady. Oh, you hate Brady. But you hate Brady more than I ever did, allegedly. You're putting him six. No, no, no. You, you, you actually hate Brady. You I put him in the tell. context of this larger <laughs> communal at- atmosphere here. Because uh, well, if, try- if, you're, if you're talking about influence and, and, and what they've done, I mean, that, that's where I, I see your point on Serena Williams. That would be something that you can say. Because well, that was part of the. Vault, that, that's yeah. got to vault LeBron up because of the influence right. of what he's been able to do the past 20 years uh you know that that's where okay if you're doing if you're doing that you're talking about overall global impact i will go with what lebron has done over tom brady and his sleepwear but since this was about the the sleepwear war look and and we don't know what everybody does that's the other part of it yeah that i think people just need to slow themselves sometimes just because someone doesn't make a bunch of announcements on social media and through their agent of what they've done for different charitable organizations You have no clue. Go back after Kobe Bryant passed away. All the stories that came out of things he did with the requirement of, I didn't want press from it. I'm not doing this so people like me in the press. And I think you have a lot of other athletes that do the same thing. And so I'm always reticent to get too too deep into those just because you never fully know that whole story. No, you don't. And, 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 and the whole thing, that's why it was easier to say, we're just talking about on the field. There's certain things to say, well, this is part of who they are. But when you're talking about this is the field and this is the career they've had and what they've done, that makes it a little bit easier. And, and if, if you want to take the totality of careers, that would change the list a little bit, surely, because of you're talking about influence and what you've done. But OK, it's between the white lines. It's, it's, it's what they've done. That kind of makes it a little bit. OK, I get this a little bit more now. And you can talk about winning. You talk about Serena uh, and what she has done winning. You can t- look at Lionel Messi. You can say 
boy, the guy should win a little bit more, right? Ooh, I don't know. Right. But I mean, clearly- so that's why my top three were all individual sport yeah. folks. Yeah. Williams, yeah. Federer, Phelps, top my list. Look at you, because you have no friends. That's why. You like the individual sports. You have no friends. Well, you know what? I am an egomaniac. <laughs> I do work in sports talk radio. Uh, so it is really about me. <laughs> so there's the list. Uh, again, uh, the top of the list. Tiger Woods, number three. LeBron James, number two. Tom Brady, number one. Uh, also officially to finish out the top five, Michael Phelps was fourth, and Serena Williams was fifth. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hey, it can happen easily. Few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go. You think of calling for a ride home? Nah. What's the worst can happen? You get pulled over. You lose your license. You total your car. You kill someone. Drive sober or get pulled over. This brought to you by NHTSA. We'll preview the game of the week in the NFL coming up in 90 seconds. But first, be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and... 
and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, So the game of the week in the National Football League is clearly the Chiefs and the Saints. Right, and, and Drew Brees is coming back for the Saints this week. The Saints are rushing him back in to go play. I don't want to lose my job to Taysom Hill. Uh, and this is the game of the week. As we get ready, this is a big football weekend because you're starting to see separation teams in the NFL. Um, honestly, if Taysom Hill was playing in this game, I would go with the Saints. Because Hill, look, I've said it since they started him. He brings a different dynamic to the Saints. And I get why Breeze is coming back now. He's healthy enough. The Saints want to avoid a messy scenario where Breeze can't get his starting job back. The loyalty Sean Payton has for Drew Breeze. And for not creating a storyline of, well, Breeze is healthy. Taysom Hill is playing. What's going on? Um, If Hill beats Kansas City on Sunday, how does Breeze get the job back? He doesn't. He doesn't, and that's a really difficult thing that obviously Sean Payton doesn't want to do. So now Breeze is back, he's healthy, and let's get him back in for the Chiefs game. This is how it's going to work. If Taysom Hill was playing, I would take the Saints because, as I've said, the Chiefs are playing kind of at three-quarter speed. They've been playing bored for a while. I think we're in for a boring NFL playoffs because the Chiefs look like when the playoffs start, they're going to flip that switch, and suddenly, as well as they're playing, it's going to look like they're playing at light speed. I could say this is a game where they would lose, where the, the new – the, the new offense of the Saints gives them a lot of problems and they pull out a win, but not here and not without Michael Thomas. Chiefs are going to win this game uh, 38-24 and they're going to be in control for most of it. Breeze is going to struggle a little bit as, as he tries to get back and the Saints get back to doing what they did before Taysom Hill took over. But no Michael Thomas is going to be a really big deal. I'll take the Chiefs. Curious to see how Drew Breeze is. And we saw our... Uh... Our, our buddy uh, Zach Streif, who uh, broadcasts or go cats, uh, going, how many times will they reference? Well, you know that Kansas City will target the ribs of Drew Brees. They know. It's like, of course. You're trying to drill him even when he's, quote, 100%. Uh, but it makes for fun fodder anyway. Uh, but it'll be curious to watch where he's at physically. I, I wonder if part of the equation is he's good enough to get back on the field, so you put him in. But you also don't expose a ton of Taysom Hill on tape. Not that they don't already have a couple of games, but a couple of those were against Atlanta, one of the worst defenses in all of the NFL. So did you show everything? No, because you were able to move the ball up and down the field. So if you're also playing a little chess ahead, not that you don't want to win this game. Obviously, still important uh, to try to fight for that number one overall seed with just one bye. But maybe you want to keep a little things under wraps in case that you get that rematch come Tampa time uh, in the Super Bowl. Maybe a 3% of the 100% pie, but uh, something to think of there. Uh, I, I like Kansas pie. City even with Taysom Hill there because this is one where they can flex a bit and just be like, all right, yes, we've heard all of the – the angst and all of the anger towards how we've been playing. So let's let's ratchet it up against and show you what this defense really is all about. And New Orleans has played well um, for, what, the last six, seven weeks. They've been fantastic for the most part, uh, except that game where they were suddenly befuddled by Philadelphia. Go figure. Uh, Jalen Hurts and, and Miles <laughs> Sanders suddenly have big days. Uh, I will take the Chiefs. 
laying the points. I don't know that it's the same differential because I'm looking for a little bit of a uh, backdoor cover kind of situation here uh, for Drew Brees and company, whether it's Jared Cook, whether it's Emmanuel Sanders or Traquan Smith. Uh, this just goes in line with Michael Thomas has really been a non-factor for much of the season. Uh, that continues here in week 15 as he's uh, out back with the ankle injury once again. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Uh, is USC, could they possibly pull this out? We'll tell you about that coming up next, as well as what Kyrie Irving said about the future of him spreading sage on the court before a game. I know, I know. It's lunacy on a Friday Love night. It. Keep it right here. This is Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Oregon has won the Pac-12. Oregon has won the Pac-12. Saving the committee of choosing USC. <laughs> See, I told you I could do the. I could do this all day. I'm like Captain America. This is arguably uh, uh, Springsteen's best song. Santa Claus is coming to town. Let me I tell don't you. think there's a song you hear on the radio more than this one. Of yeah, Springsteen. No, this, what other Springsteen song to hear more than this? You hear this one. It's every third um, song when you get to December. It's a fair question. Not many, not many, not many. I don't know there's many that that really rank up there. I, I don't know that radio really embraced him the way sports media has through <laughs> the years. Um, what a day for Mario Cristobal. Here's your contract extension, six years, $27 million, telling Auburn to beat it. And now you've taken down the greatness of Slovis. 31-24 is your final. Uh, Slovis' last pass to a lineman. Uh, the yeah. flag was thrown. Uh, they were deep it's in the worst Hail end. Mary effort ever. It was. Well, I'm going to throw it to, the, to a lineman right in front of me. Uh, and uh, the play was stopped the 50-yard line. And Oregon are your Pac-12 champions. And the college football playoff committee says, well, we dodged the USC bullet. Okay, now we're on to tomorrow. <laughs> now we just got to hope Northwestern doesn't win. And we got to hope that Notre Dame doesn't win. Okay, let's go. Let, let's tap that K. We'll party tonight, and we'll figure out tomorrow. Tomorrow. How many ta- how many people do you think uh, on the committee or in college football had that three team parlay? Uh, an actual <laughs> bet on it. <laughs> uh, Twitter at about a fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith here with Mike Carmen. We'll have more on this story coming up in about ten minutes. Uh, but. Uh, Maybe you saw this earlier today, a very on-brand move by Nets guard Kyrie Irving, who before his return to Boston tonight to play for the Nets, again, the Nets uh, crushed the Celtics in, uh, he walked around the arena sprinkling sage. It was very smoky, wanted sage all around the court. He decided to do that. I don't know you're doing that if it's not COVID uh, situation, but he walked and put Sage all the way around. Like, you know, I don't know what he wanted to get rid of bad vibes or anything else, but he did it. So when he was asked after the game tonight, hey, is that a one-time thing? You're going to keep doing it? Here's Kyrie Irving. It just comes from, uh, you know, a lot of Native tribes being able to Sage, just cleanse uh, the energy, you know, make sure that we're all balanced. Um, and when we come into this job and we come to this place, it's not anything that I don't do at home that I did today. You know, I saged last game, um, and, I, and I plan to sage, you know, almost every game if the opposing team would allow me to. Um, but literally, it's just more or less for us to stay connected and for us to feel great about going to work and feeling safe and provided for from our ancestors. I'm not going to bring too much of the spirituality into basketball, but, um, yeah, it's, it's part of my Native culture and where I'm from. Okay, so there you go. It's all about his teammates, even though he's doing it all by himself. Uh, And he doesn't bring anything he doesn't do at home into work. You know, I I like to walk around my house in my robe. I don't go to work in my robe. You could, though. I mean, it's Sports Talk Radio. uh, (laughs) If we add the TV component and get simulcast, maybe they've got some other rules. I ain't suit and tying, just for all you folks uh, wondering about that. I did that. Uh, Sports sports Talk doesn't need to be a suit and tie kind of thing. But I kind of dig this. Oh, I mean, this it's is a, the message of togetherness and exercising sure. demons. Yes. I hate all the media. I'm never talking to you all, but now I'll talk to you because, hey, I want to spread sage all around. I mean, come on. This is just the latest of Kyrie Irving doing something that makes you go, can I really trust that this guy's going to be around for 82 games? 
and and he's he's emotionally invested in 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 play. Uh, really, I mean, Kyrie Irving, this is so on brand for him. It's so on brand. Never change, Kyrie. Never I'm going to come and sage your house. <laughs> this is Fox Sports Radio, Jason and Mike. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more than a movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.